everybody. Welcome to Just for Variety. Today is February 1st, 2022. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. On this week's episode, I'm talking to Nicole Kidman. The Oscar winner returns to Just for Variety to talk being the Ricardos. But we chatted about so much more, including her long career, both the ups and downs, playing a queen in Robert Eggers' upcoming Viking epic, The Northmen, and working with Jason Momoa in Aquaman. But before we get to my talk with Kidman, let's take a look at this week's Just for Variety column. Charlie Day finally gets his wish to be a leading man in a romantic comedy. I want you back. He plays a nursing home executive who schemes with a newfound friend, played by Jenny Slate, to win back his ex-girlfriend, played by Gina Rodriguez. Spoiler alert, Pete Davidson makes a cameo in the movie for a hilarious sequence involving a jacuzzi. Day says of the Saturday Night Live player, I loved it. We have a good texting relationship now. He seems to call me every time he's in town. Day added, there's something so authentic about him. Day also told me that Davidson credited Day and his long-running sitcom, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, as being a big reason he wanted to get into comedy. I Want You Back premieres on Amazon Prime Video and in theaters on February 11th. For more of my column, go to Variety.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Just for Variety. I'm talking to Nicole Kidman. As Oscar nomination voting ends later today, Nicole Kidman will likely earn her fifth nom for being in the Ricardos. She took home the gold for Best Actress in 2002 for her work as Virginia Woolf in The Hours. Kidman stars in Being the Ricardos as Lucille Ball, opposite Javier Bardem as Desi Arnaz. The film, written and directed by Aaron Sorkin, chronicles a weaker production of an episode of I Love Lucy. I spoke to Kidman over Zoom from her home in Australia. When they sent me the text, they said, could you talk to Nicole at 2.15? I said, AM? AM! <laughs> no! <laughs> and you went, definitely not. <laughs> Come on, we did, th- what did we do? Three in the morning? It was four in the morning, so. Yeah. But you weren't in the office then? No. I was at <laughs> This is Variety's offices, by the way. This is mm. where we do the magic for you. Chic. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm in Australia still. Are you holding up? You're holding up um, in LA. No you're healthy. Way. Yeah, no COVID for me, no COVID for my husband. My mother was wow. from Mexico, no COVID. Wow. Everyone. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's but that's great. 
Because that's not the case with a lot of people I'm talking to right now. No, after, especially after all the carpets that I was doing, yeah. how, how I didn't get it, I don't know. Don't ask, no. just, no. just, <laughs> right? How's your Except, family, how's your family holding up? You guys are okay? Yeah, we're okay. You know, it's weaving our way through it, but no, we've been, been lucky in the sense of we've had, we've been hit in places, but we're, we're all pushing through. So yeah, it just, it's, yeah. um, it's, uh, I'm so over it. It was so, yeah. so we're getting back to it. Things were yeah. home. Yeah. And it was so mean. Yeah. Like, nope. But yeah. I don't I don't ever say anything now. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, it's just whatever it is, as long yeah. as yeah. you know it's the healthy. plans always have to be changed, right? I'm just amazed we got to make this show, Ricardo's, during it. I mean, I remember that was, you know, what was that? Ma uh, March last year. And then it was like, oh well, we're on the, the, it, it the, it's going to be gone in six months. So I, I will not say anything now, so, except yeah. it was great to be able to work through the pandemic safely. And you worked a lot through the pandemic. I you did, did yeah. Well, I did um, Nine Perfect Strangers, and yeah. then I did Ricardo's right in the thick of it in in LA. Um, during sort of a peak time of yeah. of the virus, so that that had its own problems, but at the same time, my gosh, we all got to work, and we had we were they were so diligent, all the healthcare people yeah. that were taking care of us. Like we didn't have one case on the set, which is and pretty you, extraordinary. You did Northman during the pandemic too. Yeah, that was different because it was Belfast and right. it was a slightly different time in terms of um, how much um, we were we were affected by it. We were up on mountains. I mean, Ricardo's, we were on the sets, some of them being, you know, right opposite the Desi Lu Productions. <laughs> um, amazing stories and, ama and really actually very important to shoot it there in L.A. because you have all of that history feeding into um what you're doing and the studio yeah. lots and there was a, I have a photo of me dressed as Lucy with the Hollywood sign behind me it's just a photo that I took a selfie um <laughs> but it's like uh I look I mean it, it's really kind of it's precious listen my my first job here in LA 18 years ago they moved me out here to work at Entertainment Tonight and the Insider on the Paramount lot I drove yeah. through the gates the first time, cried. Yeah. Yes. Cried. I'm like, like I'm driving through the param, like, and I remember yeah. being a New Yorker, I didn't know what lots really were, like how massive they were. Mm. Walking around the Paramount lot and coming across the Lucy Bungalow. Right. Lucy Obo Bungalow. And I was like, Yeah. You know, it's she had more than a bungalow. <laughs> <laughs> she and Desi I mean but they were incredible business people and they paved the way for so many um artists and actors that then formed production companies or just took their destiny in their own hands which is you know part of what this film shows is and I think it it works um for so many people that are 
creating their mm. own path that hasn't that wasn't there to follow. They were the leaders. And a lot of us have followed them, which is why it's also extraordinary to unveil their story in the in this way and have it also be entertaining and embraced. I mean, I saw recently that a lot of people have watched it <laughs> on Amazon. They sent through some um, reports on just the amount of people watching. I was like, wow. And I think that very much is, you know, speaks to her and her iconic place in, in our culture. Why Why was she? Who's calling you? <laughs> the Nicole Kidman alarm. Um, it, why was Lucille Ball able to break through so many barriers at that time, that specific time? What, what, I don't want to say it's just because she had this husband who was also popular because it can't no. be that. I mean, talent, talent, yeah, incredible talent. You've got to start with that. Um, genius talent. And then, but she was hitting a wall up until a particular age of her life. Mm -hmm. She was also, I think, being confined by an industry and an idea of what she had to be, even in her own mind. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's where Desi and, um, and Lucy came when they came together, and I call her Lucille when she's because the Lucy is the Lucy Ricardo part of the performance, which mm -hmm. is different. Um, but the Lucille Ball part of the performance is very much about Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball who believe in each other. Mm -hmm. And he believed in her in a way that even she probably didn't realize um, what she had and what she had to give the world. Because there's those beautiful scenes, which are very true, where she's like, I've kind of, I've tried and I haven't succeeded. And I've gone about as far as I can go, which is an exact line from her. And now I want to have a baby and I want a home. And can you give me that home? And I think he's like, oh, yeah, I can give you that. But I also can help you achieve what I think you deserve. That to me is one of the most loving gestures you can do for another human being to go, I'm going to help you achieve your dreams because I see it. I see in you something that, that the world needs to see. And so anyway, that, that, but that was, I really think having that to then, and then the fire that she has the talent mm -hmm. And then the ability to have this person come in and protect her and also teach her the business because, mm. yeah, she was so talented. But as we all know, if you haven't been raised in that world of business and knowing how to strategically do right. things and everything, you're just an artist flailing around hoping for the best. Desi's brain was able to go this is what we need to do, this is how we handle these people, this is what we And she learnt from that and then she took it forward, you mm. know, um, when they when they broke up. But I remember Lucianez saying to me, my mum actually didn't like the business side of it, that she didn't want to handle that. She loved the work. Mm. Um, but she obviously had to learn that, that part of it and then she became very, very good at that too. How important was it for you to have her kids on board? Like for me, I had to have that. I had to have um, her daughter who's I just I'm crazy about. She's such she's just 
such a good woman and she's but she's also direct and open and she's given you know she gave me insight and access to things that nobody else had access to and that was just it was really important and a lot of times you don't do that on a film you go okay well we've got to really keep the the boundaries here but for me there was something about her mother and her and the way in which it, it was my way of protecting her, giving to her and um, being a part of her family, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I needed it. When we I needed talk, it so much. <laughs> we talked, mm. probably one of the first times we did Zoom together was a year ago. It had just been announced or it was the first time we talked about it, that you were going to play Lucille Ball. And you said to me, yikes, off we go. <laughs> Give it a go, try my best, see if I can do it. Yeah, I, I didn't quite realize on what, how, how, what a platform, a world platform that was that I was going, eh, it wasn't a rehearsal room, put it that way, um, <laughs> where you close the door and go, okay, I tried that, I, which is sort of my mentality for everything anyway deal with it as though you're in drama school or in a rehearsal room and just kind mm -hmm. of keep that. Um, I suppose there's a there's a mix of innocence to that and a mix of just trying to stay brave and um, push through and try things because that's what we do as actors. We try things. The outcome and the result is actually in a lot of other people's hands but, um, but what we can bring is enthusiasm, curiosity, a huge amount of um, homework and and then just sheer desire, passion, and love. And if and if those things are, are valued and managed well by the people who are in the positions of control, because we're not the controlling factor of a film, an actor, we're just not, then, you know, sometimes it can be golden. When, but when, it requires a lot of trust. When I'm happy to say I'm still in that place of trust as a human being. When do you know as an actor that after you say something like, okay, let's try it. Yeah. Drama school, um, you know, I'm doing my thing. Is it easy for you to come to the point where you say, you know what? I did it. It worked. Um, I suppose I'm just that I, I'm always like, oh, wow, what's now? I, I sort of leave that to other people to say it's not really my place. I think mm. my place is to um, just be be there and be open and present. I I did I did not realize how much was riding on it, and I didn't realize how much attention was on it. That was something that when I stepped into this um, cinema when they f screened it for the first time in Westwood, um, mm. where it was a finished film and people were coming to see it. It was like, well, here's the film. I did not realize how um, much I was holding on to inside and how much my I was sort of containing my anxiety and my fear. Um, and we stood as you stand sort of outside waiting before you go in. And I did not see the movie with the audience that night because that would have been just like, <laughs> kill me. Um, but... I stood out there and we had about ten, five, ten minutes before the credits rolled and I heard them laughing and I said to everyone, I'm like, 
how's it going, you know, is, and they were like, it's good, it's good. And my person, I'm like, you, I don't, are you sure? Because I've heard that before and it hasn't been good. Um, and then we went in and it was so emotional and we were introduced one at a time and it was in Westwood. It'll be, it's one of the best memories of my career now because it was like deeply warm and kind and it was sort of like theatre but you're not doing theatre, you know, where you're like the performance is done and now we have an audience here who are responding with such enthusiasm and warmth to it and I was sh- shocked and I stood there kind of shocked and so um, moved, you deeply moved. Because, you, you know, it's my community too yeah. so it was like, God, I mean, it really is a deep, it's, it shows how much love I still have for, for this. I mean, I've been through many things all over the world, Canada and everything, and this happened in Westwood in Los Angeles. And I'm like, this is one of the highlights right here, right now. We're going to take a short break right now, but when we return, Kidman opens up about the times she thought her career may be winding down. Plus... She talks about her role in Robert Eggers' upcoming Viking drama, The Northmen. Plus, wait till you hear what she has to say about her Aquaman co-star, Jason Momoa. Welcome back to Just for Variety. Here's more of Nicole Kidman. Do you battle with imposter syndrome? Um, I just... I think it's more I battle with um, is it going to be realized? Am I going to be able to fully realize this? Because for me it's endless. It's an endless road. So is this going to be, I think I've had times where I've sat and gone, wow, similar to Lucille, where I've gone, huh, I'm actually not going to get to realize all of these things inside and these emotions and this life and this experience and the desire to tell stories and be um, an actress in um, in this this industry doing work that makes me proud. I've had those really 3 a.m. moments sitting in bed going, okay, it's not going to happen. And I had that... Um, sort of in my early 30s where I was like, right, I think this is kind of going to be it. And then I had it again at 40. And so I've run that gamut where you just go, now's the time that I'm going to be sort of put out to pasture. And so I've, I I don't know if it's imposter syndrome as much as it's the desire going, I'm not going to get to explore um, the depths of what I have to give. And that feels at times like, ah, gut wrench and then going okay well I got to find other things that interest me and that I love and that's the journey of life isn't it so and then suddenly going oh no this is this has blossomed and this is the name of my production company mm-hmm. blossomed uh, or this has opened up and now I have this chance to do something so it's it's always been like this <laughs> mm-hmm. and I know it will always be like that right. and I'm um, on the ride it's listen it's what <laughs> This is not a recovery talk, but I've told you before, I'm in recovery. And yeah. one thing you learn when you're in recovery, and I know you've experienced people who are in recovery, is yes. play out the tape, yeah. which is you're saying, the, the, you know, you're being put out to pastor. 
where I've had those feelings and I say, play up the tape, Mark, because you know what? Yeah. Yeah. You went back up on a high. It's play out. It's our feelings are not facts. That's what it is. Feelings are not facts where we think. Okay, you know, the, the other day I woke up and like, oh my God, I called someone's character by the wrong name during a panel. <laughs> my career, literally, I thought my career was over. I was like, this is, I'm done. Yeah. And then I was like, play out the tape, Mark. <laughs> yeah. You know? No. Yes. But yeah. also at the same time, you know, as, as an actor, our, fe- our feelings are what we bring. So we have to cherish them and take care of them and offer them up and not become jaded and still have access to go, okay, I'm going to cut my chest open and give you my heart right now. Or, um, and I'm not going to get jaded, you know. I'm not going to get protective to the point where I can't give. I'm not going to go, oh, I'm I'm unable to work now. Um, Many people go through that where then it's like I can't move forward and I do have to go. I've reached the end, but it's my choice. Um, so, you know, it's a constant push-pull. But as I always say, we're, as actors, we're told to be emotional, come in, give us truth, like real truth with what you're feeling, experiencing and, and those things. And then we want you to step back into the real world and just be completely balanced and normal and sane. It's, it's like a boxer being put in the ring and going, you know, hit someone um, with the intent to really hurt them and then step out and don't touch anyone. So it's that constant um, learning how to manage that. And that is a lifelong um, lesson for me. I'm always trying to learn that. So I don't know if this was the Nicole Kidman TED Talk. My Nicole no, Kidman, I don't know Nicole what's Kidman. happened. Oh, my Nicole Kidman therapy session? This was Please, good. no. Don't put me... Uh, I much prefer to be... Uh, I'm definitely not the psychologist in the equation. <laughs> but that's you. <laughs> what? Um, the, the, with Ricardo. But there's also another part to that, which is an interesting thing, where it's like at the same time protecting and not in these situations giving so much because... Um, what what is that thing where you there is a sense of having to hold on to your privacy and your family because we give it professionally we give that when we work and I do have the right to go this here this my little place my little family and my place in the world I do have to keep strong um, boundaries and protection around because it is mine and it's very real and I have to not overshare. Ain't that the truth? But listen, you have been in the spotlight for a couple of years. <laughs> but you're saying the spotlight you know, for um, yeah, a few decades now. Yikes! Yeah, yeah. you want pride. not really though. Yeah, really. It's not a spotlight. Ooh. I've been in. I've been able to work and be in this. Um, be a part of this world and this community of of acting and and have had the most extraordinary adventures. But was there ever and a moment where you I had, hope the adventures continue. But were, was there ever a moment where like, you know what, I want so-called normal life, my private yeah. life, with my kids, oh, yeah. my marriage, I'm out. Um I'm I'm spent. 
I've given everything I can give, which is what I think Lucille had, you know, where she was like, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm maxed out, I've done it and it's not working, which is when Desi steps in and Desi's like, let's go. So um, it, I don't know if it's an I'm out, it's that I've, I'm not sure there's nothing else I can do and that was very much a part of Lucille's journey as it is mine. It's like I've given everything I can, which is why that scene is so heartbreaking for me when um, she gets fired. And she walks in and it's a fantastic scene because it's, you know, a person coming in thinking and she walks in thinking, okay, the future is bright and he literally just takes everything from her. And she's like, but I've given everything to this and you're firing me now. And but she has a great last line because that is Lucille. She's so resilient. So, and that's, I think, where you see her resilience building and you see her um, ability to just keep going and going. And then when she does the radio play and makes it a huge hit um, and she's like, doesn't want to do radio because that seems like the step down and it's a downward spiral and instead she turns that failure into a success which then leads to the show, which then leads to her being able to say, you give Desi this job. And the only reason he's not a movie star is because he's Cuban and I'm going to advocate for him to get it because he deserves it, not because he's my husband but because he's so talented and we're great together. And all of those things, that's where you're seeing and that's what I love. That's the engine in the story where you're seeing a person just just survive and move into the greatest period of her life and then real life collides and all of those other things happen as well which is I want the home and and I've kind of got the home but I'm not going to have the home I want. What's the point? Uh, it's What's so the- sad at times. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. But, it's but beautiful like, writing. But like also like what you said, it's life. No one lives life. in, no one has a life that goes like this. No. Well, but, maybe some do. I don't know them. I don't know. We're not, <laughs> no. we're not New York Jews who moved to LA. Um, <laughs> did was there ever a time in your career where a project failed so miserably where you were like, "Why do you want to just I, talk about the failures?" No, My because, God. No, no, no. Because I think it's chasing no, you. No, it's it's the resiliency. It's the what. <laughs> For everything I, we see so successful in Hollywood, mm, that's probably yeah. more the exception than the contrast. Rule. Yeah, there's always the flip. I mean, that's why there's no. Um, that's why there isn't that because right. everyone, of course, but that's always the risk. Right. If you're willing to take risks, right, and if you just want to keep, if you don't want to. Um, risk anything, then don't do it because mm. you're always going to be risking stuff and that's what I have had to go, okay, well. Try it. Yes. <laughs> the, what, in the famous words of Philip Roth when I said to, I would say to him, why, Philip? And he'd go, why not? And I think it's a great simple phrase, why not? And let's talk about a risk, Northman. Tell me about that but- uh, God, I love him as a director so much, Nicole. Yeah. Lighthouse, and I know it was very polarizing. 
Some people loved it. Some people hated it. I was. I love so, polarizing. I am so in love with that movie. Mm -hmm. I saw it as, uh, was it Can? Did you? Was it Can that it was? Yeah, I think it was Can. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like eight. Yeah. And it was like eight in the morning. Wow. So gorgeous. And obviously, I've only seen the trailer for The Northman, and I just, I'm like, I just can't wait to. I have not seen the final cut of the movie yet, Um, so that's that's on my that's that's what I'm doing this week. but yeah, but it was just, it was nice to be invited to go and um, become part of his world, that's for sure, because right. he creates a very specific world and he's um, masterful, Rob. I mean, he really is. And also to go and work with all of these exciting actors that were so, I mean, Bjork's in it. Well, that was I going to ask you, did you get to work with Bjork? I didn't. I didn't. Did you meet her? But I worked with Klaus Bank and I worked with Alex and I worked with Anya and I didn't even meet Bjork. But hey, I'm I've crossed paths with her a couple of times maybe, and I love her. So talk about her. a risk taker. Maybe maybe you did cross paths and you didn't know it. I feel like she would wear some costume and you wouldn't know you would pull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, come on, right? That's that's Rob. He's mm. like casting it's and there's fantastic. Um, actors in that piece, I mean, that are discoveries, not to their particular countries, but um, but in terms of the world, and that is exciting to watch. I'd be like, Rob, <laughs> and what, you know, and it's got a very particular um, vibe, that film, so. How cold. And Alex is superb in it. How so. cold, how wet, and how dirty was it filming that movie? Extreme extremely cold, extremely muddy, um, very raw Viking. And I loved it. I arrived on the mountain and I was like, <laughs> what, what is it about the raw of it all? That I thought I'd be blown over by the wind and I'm like, <laughs> it felt play, good. You play Alexander Skargard, Skargard's mother. Yes, but nothing more to be discussed. Wait, wait, wait. You're too what? keen. Because well, it's not coming out until, have they, did they say the date? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, six push. months or yeah. a few months. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Do not commit to a date because it will change. <laughs> um, coming out in the near future. <laughs> I think that's a color. You just going rawr. <laughs> That'll be your new AMC video. Yes. <laughs> the hit With Billy moment. Ray writing it and Jeff, who shot the Ricardos um, and his camera department, all showing up to. Um, help out AMC on that and you know yeah well that 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 is part, partly the reason we want films like Northman and um, these films that are all coming up this year to be in the theatres we want those theatres to survive we want those theatres to be there so you can go and sit in a theatre and watch a film 
I love um, doing that. I love doing it with my family and I love doing that. Aquaman, did you shoot the sequel? I get confused yes. whether you yes. did How was it returning to that? Yeah. Well, James Wan is, um, I've known for many, many years. So I was like, where do you need me? What do you need? Um, and watching Jason Momoa just go like, whoosh, right? He is huge now. And I don't mean physically. I mean, he's a big guy, but he's, he's a, a, such a global star. And before Aquaman, he was well known. And now he's like, people are like, do you know Jason Momoa? I'm like, yes, yes. What's he like? Um, yeah, he has a massive, massive. I mean, my the woman who was doing my nails the other day was like, he, I am so in love with him. So anyway, Jason knows all that. So how many He's Aquaman, Aquaman? How many Aquamans are you signed up to do? I don't. Uh, <laughs> Whenever they want you. I don't read my contract. <laughs> that's good though but how <laughs> how one I mean listen look you get to do Ricardo I need to learn more from Lucille <laughs> thank you again as always hopefully the SAG Awards will go off without a hitch and I'll be seeing everybody yes yes please have an event in person I know right yeah. Stay safe. Safely. Now. Yeah, you too. Coming up next week, Game of Thrones actor John Bradley, who stars alongside Halle Berry and Roland Emmerich's latest disaster film, Moonfall. He will also be seen later this month in the Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson rom-com, Marry Me. Until then, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Malkin. And for all your breaking Hollywood news, go to Variety.com. See you next time.